And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you as a courtesy from our Patreon supporters. They support the show so you don't have to listen to commercials other than maybe some of that amazing um, that amazing travel agent. What was his name? Uh, Justin, over and away with me travel. Of course, of course we need to talk about him a little bit. But other than that, you're not getting any commercials, guys. And that's because of those guys. Now listen, I might be a little biased here, but when I say that they support the show, they also get free content and a lot of shenanigans happens over on the Patreon side. And when I say, eh, we have some fun, Guys, I mean, we have a lot of fun, so maybe consider joining them. If not, let's give them at least a round of applause and say thank you for a commercial-free, amazing show. Round one was over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engine! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. I'm Aussie Dave and we're going to have some fun tonight because I have three faces looking at me ready to chat about a whole lot of fun, but they're not the three faces that you think that I'm looking at because I've got some familiar faces and we've got somebody new coming to join us right here at the Disney Dads podcast. So let's start with our familiar faces to get underway. Let's go all the way, well, as far north as we can now go. Uh, Mike, how you doing, mate? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, we talk about a little bit about us, but I tell you, the a little bit about us, I could do a five-hour show on because it's just been crazy since the last time I've been on the show. Uh, you guys know you were blessed with Justin last week. He was doing the show uh, all by himself because we were all occupied. I was extremely occupied because I was in the middle of a move. Uh, I've officially got rid of my house in New York. I am officially done with that, and I'm officially moving into South Carolina. I'm in my new garage as we speak in an absolute mess of chaos. I have boxes everywhere. The moving truck was here today, and um, I'm going to be busy for quite a while. Thankfully, I didn't start any new jobs yet because I got a lot of my work cut out for me. It's going to be quite busy in the Stolfi household for the next few weeks, but it's a warm atmosphere on the outside, so it's nice. It's, It's definitely enjoyable. All right. Explain warm for me. What are we at right there? Well, I'm at 55, but you got to realize that my family back in New York are in the 20s and 30s. So this is 50s for me is good. And then last Friday, we were in the 70s. So that for me in January or February is unheard of. So I know as I become more of a Southerner that the 50s are going to be cold, but I was very, very blessed to be able to just kind of be outside in a t-shirt today. Fantastic. Well, we're, we're glad that the, the move is happening, that uh, things are starting to fall into place and that you've come to join us down here in the, the lower states to enjoy some of the weather. But uh, speaking of 50 degree temperatures, uh, it's been an interesting week or so in Florida. Joe, how are you, mate? Uh, I'm doing better, man. I was uh, I was laid up uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to uh, our amazing DDP family for all the well wishes. Uh, just full disclosure, uh, I came down with COVID and uh, it was rough. 
Um, I was laid up for a week. I had some really great ambitions about trying to really get through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, had a lot of people give me their opinions about how I should go and where I should go. I literally got through Captain America. That's it. Because I was that laid up. But um, I've started it. Uh, I want to give a very brief 20-second uh, you know, review, David, if I may. By uh, all I really enjoyed, really enjoyed Captain America. It was The film was a little dark. And what I mean was just like... I guess I was watching it during the daytime and the glare was hard to, you know, it's hard to see the screen whatever. But uh, besides that, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, is it Agent Carter, the female lead? Uh, yes. Definitely, uh, definitely fell for her. I really okay. like her a lot. So Excellent. I, re- I really hope I see her in some future films. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But uh, I like it. I like where we've started. like the plot. Some really big actors in it. So, uh, yeah, I'm off and running. But I didn't get any farther, guys, because I was really that laid up. I was, a, I was in bad shape. Like, it was rough. I'm feeling better. Just like Mike said about starting a new job, I've started a new position at work where I've got a lot more responsibility, and it's just been absolutely crazy at work. So the kind of days where I've taken the longer lunch breaks by working at home and maybe watching a movie, that doesn't exist right now. So, uh, But I'm hoping to get further into uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So guys, just be patient with me, but so far, so good. And it's it's great to be back. De- definitely missed the show last week and glad to be back on with you guys and back to be on here with our very special guest tonight. Yes, indeed. Well, we are very glad that you are feeling uh, back on your feet and uh, feeling better. And uh, sorry to hear about the last couple of weeks not feeling great, but um, we're excited to have you here. And um, which does that mean you didn't go outside very much in the... Honest, I didn't, bro. But you I'll must tell have you this: missed those chilly days that we've had recently. I did not miss the twenty-eight degree days we had here in Daytona. It was colder here, I think, than it was by you. It was it was pretty rough here. All it the plants, I bought them all in In Magic Kingdom, a little over a week. Did it really? Yeah. So. It, it, it was brutal, man. Yeah. For Florida, that's. I mean, I know our northern friends are uh, maybe laughing at that, but in all seriousness, the tropical plants here in Florida don't like that, and they all die. So it's like everyone's covering them up, bringing them in. They just don't do uh, frost very well. They so. do not, indeed. So, um, but then we've also had like some great eighty-degree days uh, recently as well. So it, the the weather in Florida has the emotional stability of my two-year-old daughter. I like to say. So, um, well. With the two of you joining me, that brings us to our third guest. And our third guest uh, is, uh, I dare say, a lot more attractive than uh, the the usual person sitting in that box uh, on my screen, uh, because Justin is not with us. He did an entire episode last week, um, and he might be stopping by a little bit later for our Patreon listeners. But speaking of Patreon members, for those of you who aren't aware, um, if you haven't looked into becoming a Patreon member, we highly recommend that you do because uh, it gives you some access to some great uh, extra features, a little bit more of uh, a chat with with the guys and the people that come to visit us here at the Disney Dads podcast. And within that, we have particular levels. Um, and Justin went to the extreme of naming these levels. They're based on different ticket types and uh, a little bit of a throwback to some Disney nostalgia there. And with that in mind, we want to talk about a particular level within that because our e-ticket patron members are given a a special perk uh, of being an e-ticket uh, patron member, and that is that we uh, extend an invitation to them to come and join the Disney Dads podcast for an episode of their choosing. So it is with great honor that I welcome the first of our e-ticket patron uh, members to join us uh, for an episode. And today we have Katarina Dupre, uh, who goes by Kat, uh, joining us. And uh, Kat, welcome to the show. 
Hi guys, thank you. I am really excited about this. I have uh, I suggested this topic before you had the Patreon tier, so I'm glad that I I am the one who gets to be part of it. Look at that! That's amazing. That's fantastic. Uh, Kat, before we go any further, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I live in Northern Kentucky in a town called Independence, Kentucky. It's just it's like. 10 miles south of Cincinnati, Ohio. So I like to say I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio sometimes. Um, I have a four-year-old daughter and back in October, I gave birth to another daughter. She is three months now and she is awesome. Um, super easy, super um, just love her uh, and love, love my older daughter too, of course. Um, but she is going through, um, emotional times right now too, trying to regulate her emotions. So that can be difficult, just like the weather. (laughs) Just like the weather indeed. Well, with Mike and I on the show tonight, we definitely have, uh, the, uh, the daughter element of, and even Justin for that matter, we, we do have a very strong lean within our, within our patron, uh, within our, uh, within our, within us uh to be able to um to to be able to talk about those yes those young females in our in our families um so um now we've mentioned a, a topic of your choosing so uh cat what are we talking about today so if you are a patreon member you this is no surprise that i am super into disney music uh the park music the movie music um i love the the trivia nights that Justin hosts because I always win because I just love the music. (laughs) Um, So tonight I decided to choose the top tear jerking songs at the Disney parks and Disney cruise lines. I've never been on a Disney cruise. So so Dave would be the expert on this. If there are any, any songs that they have on the Disney cruise that could, you know, spark some emotion. Um, So Mm. that's what I chose. Ear jerking. I, I like the definition of that because I think we've all stood in a theme park and had a moment where those emotions build up inside and you feel it right there, just at the back. And I, I don't know, Mike, have we shed a tear in a park? Uh, I've gotten a little watery. I wouldn't a say little shed misty a tear. Eye, maybe? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, not a, I'm not a crier, but I could definitely I get emotional. I started with you because you are probably the rock of this group. Uh, uh, Joe? <laughs> I get I get goosebumps. I'm a goosebump oh, kind of guy. Oh, goosebump so. guy. Okay. Whereas I have every faith that I and confidence uh, saying that, that Justin and I uh, are cradling each other and blubbering in the corner. <laughs> um, we I am very familiar with this feeling um, and uh, and excited for this topic. So, um, well, without any further ado, let's jump into it and let's uh, delve into the theme parks and the music uh, that has uh, reached into our chests and brought up those emotions um cat what give us one that we want to start with so um i i did broadly so some some attractions and or shows that are no longer um no longer part of the parks right now um so number one would have to be wishes um so i uh it's a long song. It's 13 minutes long um, with different sections, but I particularly love the children singing in it. Um, it's just, there's something about their their pure, just high voices that is so, I don't know. It just like stirs the emotion in me. But um, specifically uh, I put, um, I was thinking of when the blue fairy comes at the end and she is saying, um, just believe and your wish will come true. And it's just like, that is 
one of the things that Disney is about, about, about the Disney parks are about making wishes come true. And so I just like, anytime I listen to it, even if I'm like half listening to it at work, once that part comes on, I'm like the tears start forming and I'm like, okay, I really got to concentrate on what I'm doing. <laughs> you might need to take that out of rotation in your, in your work <laughs> listening. If that, if it's causing problems like that. Um, uh, Joe, I don't know about you, but she started talking about that song lyric and where the the blue fairy says that I got goosebumps. Listen, I'm already, I'm just singing the little girl's wishes in the background right now. Oh. The funny thing about that's the funny thing about that song is, and, and listen, Kat went to some legit emotional detail about that song. That song for me, that reminds me of a very good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Brandon. He lives out in uh, Michigan, and he was my buddy who constantly made fun of me for going to Disney. Yeah, he's the guy that owns all the DVC now. He's about to take his family down to the boardwalk in about a week and a half for another week vacation. And this dude loved that show. And the funniest part was there was a time where it was myself and my wife and him and his wife and his two kids. And I caught him singing wishes on the balcony of Bay Lake Tower. And I got it on video. And whenever he goes to make fun of me about anything, I threaten to send it to all of our other friends. I have no idea that I started uh, taping him while he's singing, like trying to sing the high pitched parts of wishes. So uh, for some reason, for me, that's just what I think of when I hear that song. And it makes me laugh and giggle about some good times that we've had at the uh, uh, in, in Disney World. That little girl that does the starlight star bright and you just go oh now uh wishes ran for i want to say it was about 17 years um in magic kingdom it, it, it was it was quite a journey it was a big step when they decided to um send that one on and i mean it was the the main uh fireworks that an evening nighttime spectacular that I uh, wel got welcomed into the company with. Um, Mike, I'm pretty sure that would be the same for you. I don't think you you go back much beyond that. No, that was the, uh, the main part of my sharing the experience with my kids and my kids, you know, being that age and girls and that kind of girl voice. That's definitely the most popular one when it comes to drawing an emotion out of me. That that was our family experience was watching those fireworks on Main Street with my girls at a young age and watching them grow up. So uh, Wishes is definitely the top of my list when it comes to my number one when it comes to emotions. I have one other one that I'm going to surprise you with later, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. All right. I, I like it. I like it. Um, fantastic. So now when I got this uh – topic and it was sent through to us i started brainstorming some ideas jotting down a couple of bits here and there i've got a couple that uh i wanted to bring up as well um joe do you have any that you do you have one that for me man i got a whole list here oh man. So my goodness like, here we go but, if, this so, is, if this is just the if this is just the wow okay like cat just held up a gigantic note i think it needs to scroll for me to be able to see it all we might need just an hour for her list um um if this is just the song of figment i'm gonna I'm, I'm no gonna so i will say that is that is on my list but i have like some really what? Like, 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 no 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 that's not what i'm going with first that's not what i'm going with first so all the, right the first one i'm gonna go with is actually the theme to festival of fantasy okay it's absolutely my favorite parade of all time I'm so glad it's returning. Um, can't wait to see it. It's the only quote unquote two or three o'clock parade I used to actually wait around for. To me, I love the transitions between the different movies and how they relate to the, the floats that are going by. Um, it's got like a modern like beat to it. I enjoy like how the 
the verses are similar, but they're sung with the different characters of different movies. And look, we're I'm amongst friends here. It's a safe place. I'm amongst fellow Disney geeks. I rock out to the song like when I'm in the car by myself, I'll start singing it again when it's I'm on my motorcycle. It plays on my iPod like or on my iPhone. So like it's a song I love when I talk about songs that give me goosebumps when that those floats are riding through Main Street and I just look around me and say, wow, I'm here in the Magic Kingdom. Wow. Like I love this song. I love the movies that it represents. That gives me goosebumps. And that's like the definitions. That's why it's my leadoff spot. I love that. I love that soundtrack to Festival Fantasy. Absolutely love it. I'm so glad it's coming back. I guarantee you there is nobody who pulls up next to you while you're on your motorbike, looks across at you and goes, he's listening to Festival of Fantasy, isn't he? Yeah. Dave, I, I could guarantee during Bike Week in Daytona, I'll be the only guy that probably has any of these any of these songs on his phone that goes through his speakers. Just have this image of like him sitting there on his bike and somebody looking across being like, oh, he's got some Bon Jovi that he's rocking out to. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to put our buddy Rick Reagan on notice here. I don't know. I just picked something. No, but Rick Rick is overseas at the Olympics, and we're loving following him along. But Rick is supposed to be supposed to be looking at getting a motorcycle. So Rick, if you're listening to this, uh, yeah, me and you will be rocking some Disney tunes while we're riding when we're down here in Central Florida. So okay, all right. Um, was that on your list, Kat? It was not, but it was it was on the long list. I have the short list. <laughs> Wait, what you list. showed me was the short list? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. it was an email. We, we need to... that, yeah, don't worry, I can shorten down all. all okay, we, we we need to hold through this a little bit. Um, fantastic. All right. Um, so I've got a couple that I'm pretty sure are not on your list. I've got one in particular from Cruise Line that you mentioned that I'll get to in a moment, but I've got one that I want to go back to, and I kind of sneaked this in in a sneaky way. Because it is probably the most tear-jerking song that I have as a dad, okay? And it's a song that I've always enjoyed that then got new meaning to me when I became a parent, okay? You know how you have that moment where you listen to something in a different way? And it was utilized in a Disney show. However, I never got the opportunity to hear it. Because Tarzan Rocks was gone before I got the chance. And I'm obviously talking about You'll Be In My Heart uh, from the movie Tarzan. Made an appearance in Tarzan Rocks. And uh, it's just one of my, you talk about a tear-jerking Disney song. I agree. Um, I actually, today we were on our way home listening to different Disney park music. Just to prepare for today. Of course. And... And in one of the songs that's going to come up later, it also plays a part of that. And I was just like, I can't, I have to concentrate on driving. I have to concentrate on driving. (laughs) So I I agree. You'll be in my heart is definitely. All right. I'm going to keep moving through your list. What, what, give me another one, Kat. So I am going to um, go uh, over to the West coast to Disneyland, um, for their Disneyland forever fireworks. Um, the fireworks show, um, once again, compilation of a bunch of different Disney movie music. Um, but one thing that always gets me is at the end, it's the finale. It's like the last 10 seconds. And I, it kind of sounds like it's supposed to be Mickey mouse, but it's definitely not Mickey mouse, but the projection on the castle is Walt and Mickey walking towards the castle and it says just think this is yours forever and it's just like 
boom, like just instant tears. I didn't think when we saw it that I would cry because I didn't have a connection to Disneyland. I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then that happened. And I was like, okay, okay. They got me. Yeah. It got you good, didn't they? Uh, Joe, you were nodding. You've seen that or familiar no, with that? But I, you know, I'm kind of sad because the two times that I went out to Disneyland, uh, it was for run Disney events and I always had to get up early. So I, I've never seen fireworks or a fireworks show over Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland. I've never seen it. So I'm nodding my hicks. I'm like, crap. I was out there and I missed this. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to be up at like three in the morning to go run. So unfortunately, I'm nodding because I'm like, I wish I would have seen it. It's totally worth it. You should have done it. You should have done it. All right. Um, Mike, I, I'm not sure if you've seen much in the way of Disneyland fireworks. I have not because our Disney dad trip was canceled because of COVID. Oh, so uh, I not made that it out to again. Disney. <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't made it out there for that. That was my 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 one shot that I had back then, but uh, eventually it'll come around again. All right. Uh, Mike, do you have a, a song from the parks that uh, is a tearjerker for you? It's parks and it's partly, well, you would, Dave, you would know it's on the cruise ship because it's part of the cruise horn. And that was When You Wish Upon a Star. And that song itself is a fantastic song, but then it's even better when you hear it on the horn on the cruise ship. That it's just it's amazing hearing it on the cruise ship horn. It's amazing hearing it when you get to hear it in the parks. And I just think it's a fantastic song from one of my favorite movies, Pinocchio. Love it. Um, I also particularly appreciate the dream and the fantasy that then have the uh, second line of the song as an option that they can do as well. So if ever they're next to each other, which has only happened a few times, one will play the initial part of it and then the uh, the other will play the makes no difference who you are as the, yeah. So uh, as the counterpoint. So, um, but yes, it is definitely a, a moment to to behold to hear the ship's horns, Joe. Now I I usually uh, think of that when I hear the Super Bowl MVP, which the Super Bowl is coming up. So, Cat, I have to ask though, real quick, are you a Cincinnati Bengals fan? Um, I'm just not really a sports fan, so I root for whoever is <laughs> like closest Justin. to me. Yes, yes. So I I root for the Bengals. Yes, yes. All right, so we we, we may. <laughs> We are definitely know we're going to hear that song uh, this coming Sunday. So it just depends if it will be a Ram or a Bengal. Uh, having saying I'm going to Walt Disney World, so we'll, or I'm going to a Disney park, whichever one they Correct. decide to do. Uh, so. uh, go Burrow. <laughs> they're, they're they're down the street from Disneyland, so I don't know. Maybe we're going to Disneyland this year, but that's what I always think about when I hear that song. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. And so I'm going to play my foreign card right now. So and I know that that's a line. You've just won the Super Bowl. What are you doing? I'm going to Disney. Um, is, and they play that piece of music directly following. Yeah, they they play uh, oh. when you wish upon a star, and when they say that, and they it started back in 1987. Is the 86 Super Bowl is the Giants and the Broncos, and Phil Sims was the first MVP, and that was the first person ever to say that that they're going to Walt Disney World. That's where that that advertising campaign started. It was. Uh, it's my understanding that that was a Michael Eisner era staple that and a great marketing employee i mean you've got everybody tuned in everybody watching what are you gonna do i'm going to disney i love it then that song plays there yeah. you go all right all right cat i'm coming back to you i need another tear jerking song okay so this one is um i'm going back to animal kingdom uh mm -hmm. for finding nemo the musical and this Ooh. one is a little bit a little bit out there but just just hold on just uh go go with me um actually go with the flow uh so 
go with the flow. It's a really upbeat song and I, and I love it. It's such a fun song, but then what really gets me is when Crush is talking about, you know, letting your kids go. Marlon's mm-hmm. like, how do you know they're ready? And Crush says, well, you never really, you never really know, but you got to let them go. And like, I'm just like, I'm really struggling with that with a four-year-old and a three-month-old. So like, I just can't imagine, like, I totally get where Marlon's coming from. Uh, And then the other one is when Crush is saying, when you're raising son and daughters, it's like surfing the mighty waters or muddy waters. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but every time he sings that, once again, instant tears. Obviously, I'm a very emotional person. <laughs> and and that's okay. And that's okay. I, I'm, I, that is my favorite song uh, from that show. And every time I watch that show, I walk away. I, and I'm talking like the next three or four hours while I'm on tour in a theme park, just walking around going, just go with the fun. Uh, but my favorite part <laughs> is the bit where... Um, he does the whole kill the motor dude you have traveled far you must be sailing under a lucky star yeah anyway um yeah uh and mike's laughing at my singing thanks man yeah um, <laughs> no surprise um, it's okay you guys yes, can't see um, but i'm dancing in the background yeah. too. <laughs> Um, but yes, no, I, I definitely agree. I love that. It's uh, such a sweet scene where uh, one dad is telling another dad some of these home truths about uh, and some of these lessons that we just as parents end up learning uh, along the way. And sometimes it's helpful to have somebody point it out to us. And yeah, you never know when you know, but you just know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. I I hate that Justin's not here because I am going to at some point start crying as we keep talking about these and um he's he would be a blubbery mess with me. All right. Um okay. So I had what did I have? I had one for us. Um I've lost it for a moment. Uh Kat, give me another one. Okay. Um I'm gonna go over to Epcot. Uh Ooh. the American Adventure Golden Dream. Um so without getting too political, um, I, it just, it just makes me feel pride for our country. Um, and hold on, let me read my notes. Sorry. Um, so it makes me feel pride for my country and all that we've accomplished through the years. Um, and then it also gives me hope that one day we can be reunited again and feel, um, feel that same pride together. It's just, I, I just love, I just love the show. I love the, the, version at the park it has different orchestrations than the cd or the soundtrack um and i'm like one of the only people who would know that or would uh, notice that um so i do prefer it at the park than um on the soundtrack because there's just like more strings and um just like bigger swells of the background music um but it just it just once again just makes me feel so good just very emotional. <laughs> uh, the lyrics of it are nothing short of inspiring. Uh, I love the um, how they're written around the room as you then exit. So, which is great because if you're already thinking about them and you're singing them in your head, you can actually still see the lyrics and be like, "Oh yeah, I, <laughs> like it's like your own cheat card uh, as you're exiting to continue singing." Uh, it's one of my favorite things about that. Um, I know Joe's a big fan of uh, some of those shows in Epcot. I am. I'm not 100 percent familiar with this song, 
But I will say this, Kat, um, I love your attention to detail. I think that's what this music is, is, you know, the fact that you see the difference between the, the soundtrack and what's live. I mean, you're paying attention to what's going on. And I love the fact that I agree with you, you know, so not to get political, but like the fact that like the message, you know, will hopefully unite us and we're proud of what we are as a country. That's what song is all about. I mean, so it doesn't matter if you're dreaming about something or wishing upon some kind of magic. Listen, about uniting as a country, giving us hope. I think that's amazing. I think it's a, a great um a great message and a great song that you chose. Like I said, it's been a while since I've seen anything in American Adventure. I feel like every time I'm in Epcot, I'm just looking for food booths. So I really need to pay more attention to what's going on in there. No, but, you uh, should be looking for air conditioning, and that rotunda has some great air conditioning. But Dave, listen, man, come on. I'm a golfer in Florida. Man, I'm used to being outside in a 95-degree right, heat. All right, fine, fine. <laughs> um, Mike, do we, we've, we've talked about a couple. Do we have any thing to offer particularly on the american adventure no i I did it once a very long time ago i probably should do it more i'm kind of like apparently all of you need like a research project to go and listen to this and then Uh, you you need to like come back and present to to cat as to why you enjoy it as well come on i feel i feel like i do hold the presidents and that's my due diligence for their okay all right you know i mean another fun fact yes Mm -hmm. so part of Amer- or the Golden Dream is also in the great moments with Mr. Lincoln over at Disneyland. So oh. when you head over there. But see, Dave, I just called Kat on speed dial. See, I just got her like so so you need right. an explanation. All right. So. Kat, explain to me the difference between. Never mind. Um, I love it. Fantastic. I, I, I'll be honest. I did not know that they uh, utilized that song on both coasts. There you go. See, so even our listeners out there on the West Coast can hear the, uh, at least a part of that song uh, at any time. I love it. Fantastic. Um, I had, I found what I was, what I had been writing down. Um, I'm going to take you to one of my favorites. Uh, and it was actually the first thing that came to my mind um, when, when, when Justin sent this topic to me and it's a song that is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, and if you are not familiar with this song, um, aside from going and listening to, um, golden dream at, uh, the American adventure, um, I implore you to please YouTube, uh, this song, um, because I want to take you on a Disney cruise, um, and to a show that is, uh, pivotal to Disney cruise line, uh, has been on a number of, uh, a number of the ships at different times and, uh, is utilized regularly. Um, and you can even find this show performed live on stage over at Hong Kong Disneyland. It's actually the first place I saw it before I even went to work on Cruise Line. And the song, uh, the show is called The Golden Mickeys. And right at the very end, um, there is a... Um, there's a, a technician who has been thrust from backstage into the limelight uh, and gets to live out her dream of presenting awards at an award show. And for the final scene, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, um, she appears on stage in a beautiful gown uh, to present the final award and uh, she sings a song. And the song is called Who Knows Where a Dream Might Lead. It is absolutely breathtaking. Uh, the lyrics are nothing short of awe-inspiring and um, and will lift you um, in a way that you did not realize um, 
you were going to be lifted. It is absolutely stunning. Um, for example, it says, um, who knows where a dream might lead? One wish may be all you need. There is no desire too great, no horizon too far. Who knows how a dream might soar? You'll find all you're looking for if you never give up wishing on a star. And it's just these, like, it's one of those songs that, like, Disney songwriters sat down and went, we're going to use this word, and we're going to use this word, and this buzzword, and this buzzword. Uh, it was then also performed uh, by Jennifer Hudson uh, at the dedication uh, and christening of the Disney Dream. Um, because she had previously been a performer on Disney Cruise Line uh, before she went on to stardom. And she was uh, the, uh, she got to christen the Disney Dream uh, as its fairy godmother. And, um, and she performed this song. Uh, you can find it online, her performance of it. Um, there's a number of YouTube versions uh, from the stage show as well. And please just go and listen to it. It is my, it is the one thing that when Justin said, oh, we're going to do music from the parks, I went, can we do Disney Cruise Line? Because I need to talk about this song. Like, that's what I needed. So, um, yes, um, uh, who knows where a dream might lead from Golden Mickey's is breathtaking. All right. So, uh, Kat, what about another one? Let's okay. haul through some lists. Okay. So I have three more. Ish. I love it. All right. Um, so I'm going to go back to Animal Kingdom again. Um, so Festival of the Lion King, the best stage show at Disney, at the Disney parks, I feel like. Um, no arguments here by the people that are currently participating in this. I know Justin would argue otherwise and that we've already touched on his favorite. Festival of the Lion King is the best. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me. Um, but I love the Can You Feel the Love Tonight sequence. Um, there's just something about, first of all, just the the live music of the Lion King is amazing. Like whether you see it on Broadway, whether you see it at the Festival of the Lion King, it's all the same like production value, I feel like. Um, but what I love about this section in the in the festival of the lion king is the dancing um so you have two dancers dressed up as birds and one of them is an aerial dancer so they hook her onto a line and she and she flies around so i mean she looks like a bird in flight and there's just something beautiful about the way that they dance before about the way that she is spinning and dancing in the air and then when they come back down and they and they dance together again it is just while the two other performers are singing and it is just it's magical and I cry every single time. I when my my me and my husband went on our honeymoon, I said if I had a dream job at Disney, it would be either being a trolley girl or being one of those birds. Amazing. Uh the pas de deux is one of my favorite parts of that entire show, uh, the two of them dancing is stunning. And the the singers performing it, we've had uh, contracted singers that like have performed Broadway shows that then come to Disney World for a period of time and uh, and do Festival of the Lion King. It is, it is a, a huge honor to be able to perform it. Fun fact, um, cool. uh, for the 
for the Festival of the Lion King CD, they have um, two Broadway stars who did the soundtrack. Um, actually, I think they were all Broadway stars at some point or another, but one, uh, Montego Glover, she played, um, oh my gosh, what is her, it's the one that means princess. Um, do yep. you remember? Hold on, I'll have it for you in a second. I need to okay. say the entire script um, in my head. But she um, she originated a role in The Color Purple, I believe. Um, so she, beautiful voice. I love listening. I love listening to the soundtrack on the on the way to work or on the way home. Um, your your knowledge on this is like you you've got artists, performers, and things like that. Her name is Kabibi. It means Kabibi. princess. Um, and then. Nakawa says <laughs> princess. Oh no, he does the whole <laughs> it means the gift. That's what he's teasing. He teases Zawadi. Um yes, it, I mean the blue bird is an inspirational role in the Disney theme parks. I mean the opportunity to uh fly around that 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 room high in the air and that beautiful dance that goes with it. Uh, Mike, I sure I'm sure you've had uh, dreams of also dressing in a blue unitard and flying around as uh, the Bluebird at Festival of Lion King. I'm right, aren't I? I actually applied for that job. So okay, yeah, they, excellent, good. I'm, I'm really hopeful that, yeah, um, that and your tumble monkey audition, yes, um, jumping around. Um, I, I know that both you and Joe have sat in that theatre, watched Festival of the Lion King. Uh, thoughts on that moment? Excellent. Uh, you know, it, I didn't do myself a good service because my a lot of my first Disney trips, we never went to go see Festival of the Lion King. But eventually, I'd say probably about three or four trips pre-COVID, we finally got a chance to do it, and it was absolutely amazing. And it becomes one of those must-do ones, and it's got fantastic music to it. It's very emotional. Uh, I will pick that show all day, every day. It's one of my favorite. My wife's favorite is the Beauty and the Beast over at Hollywood Studios, but I absolutely love Festival of the Lion King. Okay, really quickly while we're on this, um, I do have to laugh a little bit at the moment because um, have I know Joe, you've been to Disney World uh, since COVID, um, but um, I'm not sure if you took time to go and see any of the shows. Um, but there have been some shows make some appearance on, say, TikTok uh, and a couple of things like that. Um, because and it is one of those unfortunate things where the pas de deux, the dance um, of the two birds um, in Festival of Lanking, is not quite as intricate or um, uh, intimate uh, at the moment because of some social distancing within their dance routines. Uh, and we have seen this in things like Beauty and the Beast, where she's on like the other side of the stage, like where she's meant to be right next to him uh, in that moment. And so there are some funny things like that happening. So uh, for anybody who is uh, only going to see um, these shows for their first time now. Um, please go back and see them a second time. Uh, at the moment, it's not even called Festival of the Lion King. It's called a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King because they had to do different things. So they had to name it something different just to say that this is not the regular show. So um, if you do uh, in the future get the opportunity, please go back and see uh, Festival of the Lion King. Um, and then you can also meet Kiyume, uh, which is so ahili for masculine and strong. Uh, Kat, what else have you got? I've, you've got two more. I've, I want one from you, and then we'll visit the boys on anything else they got. Okay, so 
I have two more. One is a throwback and one is current. So I'm going to do the throwback just so everybody right. can be excited about the current one. Um, so right. it is, um, I think we would do a disservice to our Disney community if we didn't talk about ha- Happily Ever After. There are so many parts to this song that make me tear up it's it's not even funny it's an 18 minute show um and there are just so you'll be in my heart we talked about that earlier um just the whole like love scene um but i like back of notre dame yeah yeah out there love yep. i love that i do love the beginning with tiana seeing um seeing the intro to down to down in new orleans and like mm-hmm. you just see the one star go uh-huh. over um but okay I, I just got goosebumps <laughs> um i this one might be the one that i start tearing up at just like talking about it um go the distance is my favorite disney song ever like ever 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 and I love when they start singing, go to the dance, go to distance. And it's not even just- the going, it, it's not even the singing. It's that moment where Maleficent has fallen and everything comes to a hush and it just goes. And you have Mufasa, like the Mufasa. Yes. Oh. And then, and then when they start singing the lyrics and you see all the heroes projected on the castle standing up. Oh my, like I'm getting chills just talking about it. And so it, it's just once again, inspiring, like it just inspires you. <laughs> um, but there, there, so the last, I, I think that it's like a, at that point, there are three minutes left of the show. So there's the go to the distance. Um, and then the finale, um, re, um, reach out and find your happily ever, or hold on. I totally skipped over the, you can fly part before when that's where I, I thought you were going. Yeah. So when Tinkerbell comes out, when they say we uh, we all have the courage to fly, and then you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, and then Tinkerbell goes out. And that, like, just but that cr- the- that crescendo that happens where it all and it gradually builds and builds, and then she just lights at that moment, and you're like, oh, yes, yes, yeah, and then yes, and then the very very end where they say, reach out and find your happily ever after, like it's. Disney is about, about dreams and about making your wishes come true. And, but I also like this, it's saying you need to reach out to find your happily ever after. It's not just going to happen. So still do it, but it's still so inspiring about the way that they say it. That You have to also do something and go for it. Yes. That it, yes. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I think I've told this story before, but really quickly, um, I was in Magic Kingdom on July 2nd, 2021. Yes, July 2nd, 2021. Because on July 1st, 2021 was the first time we did Happily Ever After post-COVID for the guests. And we had high winds that night and Tinkerbell didn't fly. And there was a lot of disappointment um, but it was a safety call that was made and we found a lot of guests came back the following evening just for that moment. And I wasn't there on the first, but I was there on the second. And when that crescendo hit and Tinkerbell graced the skies for the, for the general public to be able to see for the first time in, I think it was like 460 something days. I think somebody figured out the math on like the raw that filled Magic Kingdom 
is something that I will remember forever. It is just thinking of it now. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting Joe's goosebumps. Um, it is <laughs> nice. one of my favorite. It is one of my top three favorite moments as a Disney cast member, as a Disney fanatic, as as somebody who is passionate about this. I I stood there, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I I blubbered. I I was standing in full costume, in plaid standing there and a couple of minutes later the lights came up and i was like okay let's let's go on tour who wants to ride space mountain um <laughs> it was like it yep i was losing it like i had one of my other like uh one of my peers one of my, the other tour guides go dave get it together <laughs> um but yeah so yep um it like just yep Cool. Joe, opinions on that. Well, yeah, so um, Kat talked about, like, just, you know, the narration about Reach Out and Find Her, and they all lived happily ever after. I, there's different things about that song and that show <clears throat> that I absolutely love. First of all, the narrator of the show is Tom Kane. Tom Kane is the voice of Walt Disney World right now. He is w what you hear in park announcements, on the monorails, on the buses. I'm a huge fan of his. He's just got that voice that just, like, makes, you know, it makes you feel like, yes, I'm in Walt Disney World, just does an awesome job narrating that story for that show. Absolutely amazing. And then the the song itself, I just love, if you ever go on YouTube, take that song out of the parks. I love watching that video where, you know, and it's Angie Kilmeyer and Jordan Fisher are recording that together in the studio. It's just an amazing music video. So, like, I don't even need the show in the parks to enjoy that song and to get goosebumps and to have that in the car while I'm jamming along. So there's so many great things about happily ever after the narration's amazing. The song's amazing. And yes, like Dave talk about like you and Kat were talking about Tinkerbell, like being an iconic moment, not even that show, but that's just an iconic moment for when I was a kid growing up and fantasy in the sky and all the other shows that have been over the magic kingdom over the years. Like it's, it's a tradition. I mean, so I couldn't imagine this disappointment of the guests that night, but yeah, I mean, Tinkerbell, Tink flying over to Magic Kingdom, it's absolutely amazing. But yeah, I mean, it's, I, I'm just kind of giggling though, just imagining you like saying, like, anybody want a churro or go ride Space Mountain? Like, just wanting to get out of there as you're bawling. I just, I think that's hysterical. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Mike? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, you know, make, that would make me cry. Come on. That would probably be one of those moments that I might shed a tear. You know, no, actually, I, I could. I, I actually, I actually got emotional with you talking about it because I know that whole long period of time waiting. It, it's an emotional fireworks show that I've seen many times with my family and my kids, and um, I love it. I would have missed that too, and I certainly would have come back the next day to watch that moment again as well. Yeah, it was. It it was. It was. It, it's one of those things where, and we've talked about. We've talked about wishes. We've talked about. Um, uh, happily ever after we've mentioned a couple of fireworks shows out in uh, California I mean fireworks at the castle is one of those iconic Disney moments think about any advertising campaign in the last 20 30 years um it, it has that moment like that that silhouette of the family watching the watching the fireworks at the castle like that's that's iconic. That's what the, that's what we do. And for more than four hundred days, it didn't get the chance to happen. And so, having that come back um, was absolutely breathtaking. 
Um, Joe, uh, we got any music we want to talk about in the parks before we the, the one la- head yeah, to the one Cat's last thing last? That, Yeah, the one last thing before we Cat wraps it up for us is, uh, you know, I, I listen, we you said we talked about wishes and happily ever after and even the shows out in Disneyland. But I really want to give props to my beloved Epcot. And I love I miss illuminations. I love it dearly. But there's nothing better. And for what gets me emotional is listening to Kelly Coffee sing Promise leaving the park. And I know it's not actively playing right now, but that song played for what? 19- I think it played. Did it play the whole time? I believe if it did, it played it for 19 years. I don't know if it played the whole time, but for as long as I can remember that song, when you heard that song, you know, your day was officially done that you were walking out. You just had an amazing day. You just watched an amazing spectacular. And that song just made you feel like I'm home. I'm at Epcot. I'm in Walt Disney world. I'm enjoying my day. It's a, it's a culmination of a great day. And I just have a lot of memories with that song. I mean, I, I still listen to it now and I'm just like, I just think of walking on the world showcase promenade, either out to boardwalk and beach club or walking out towards future world to get to the monorail to go back to the resort or to your car. Like it just, brings back all of those great times or even when you loitered behind, right? You, you wanted to be the last people to leave the park and you just, those, the torches are going and it's just, it's just, I'm having a hard time putting into words right now, but it just brings back a lot of emotions for me and my wife, Jen and our friends that we spend time with down there. And yeah, I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way about there's a lot of people who love the illuminations and that, that exit song goes hand in hand with it. And uh, you know, I, I'm hoping one day that they bring it back for like, you know, special, you know, like, uh, you know, showing of illuminations with that song. But, uh, yeah, for me, that, that really is, you know, if they still would have played it now, Dave, I don't think I'd be as upset because it would still be a little bit of that illuminations hanging on that you would close out your night with that. But unfortunately that's not the way it is, but I'm really hoping one day that they, they do bring it back. I was actually, you, you actually took it out of my mouth where I wanted to say, I feel like it's almost synonymous with illuminations. Uh, reflections of it, like yeah, and I and I honestly don't know if it played for the entire duration. I only ever knew it as uh, the final installment, as reflections of Earth. Um, but yeah, like it got to, it finished. You had that moment, Epcot relit, and then it started to play, and you were like, ah, oh, this is. It it was just yeah, part of that show. Like it, the show went from illuminations, reflections of Earth all the way through to that song like that was the entirety of it so it's a it was a beautiful way for disney to say the day is over get the heck out it's time to go <laughs> you knew it was time to leave when you heard that song. A, a, a real jungle cruise moment of just get out <laughs> kind of thing. sorry please get out um <laughs> mike uh anything else that sprung to your mind when we talk about music in our <clears throat> in our theme parks it's, it's more of a background music than anything else, and I don't know. It's just it's, and I wouldn't say tearjerker because you know I'm not much of a crier, but uh, it's it's an emotional grab that it gets to me, and that's the background music in Tomorrowland. And I think it's because I spent a lot of emotional time with my family there. I think it's more of a personal thing than it is the actual song. But when you hear that background music of Tomorrowland, if I hear it ever on one of those you know Disney soundtrack things where it's just kind of playing, uh, it just reminds me of you know nights with the family, maybe riding a people mover on a nice cool Florida night. So that. 
that Tomorrowland music is just one of those. I, I think a new. I mean, maybe Dave, you'd know better than I would. I know every area has background music and it has the kind of music you hear in the background. Is the Tomorrowland one louder than most normal ones? It just seems to me that that one just sticks out in my head more. Uh, you don't seem to notice it just faintly in some of the other areas, but the Tomorrowland area is my absolute favorite, and that tends to be my uh, emotional grab when it comes to a uh, you know sort of the Disney music when it comes to the parks. They play it louder per se, but I'd I'd want to go out on a limb and say that the acoustics as you cross uh, uh, Tomorrowland Bridge, where you've got like the old uh, Alien Stitch building on one side and Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor on the other, that music is going, if it bounces off those walls, those sheer surfaces, you're probably going to get it a little bit uh, stronger than you do, say, Liberty Square or the the openness of Fantasyland at the... Um, at the uh at the carousel there i will say the drums on the bridge at adventureland i always feel are really loud i'm like oh they're coming like um but yeah but it does like that tomorrowland now that you say it i'm like oh yeah great now i'm gonna walk into tomorrowland in a couple of days and be like yeah there's mike's bgm all right Uh, (laughs) awesome cat we've held one for the end i hope we didn't ruin it with ours what is it I hope that other people agree with this, um, but I... I'm predicting she's going to cry right now. Okay. Uh, I don't know. So I've only seen it once, um, but the music of Harmonious just is amazing. Once again, another compilation of songs. Um, at at first, the opening chance, uh, the opening chant part is a little like it. It didn't turn me off, but I was like, "Hmm, this is interesting." Um, but then they go to like each different con- or each different continent um, in some areas of the different continents. So like you have um, the Middle East, India, China. Um, then they go to Europe uh, and America and Mexico. Um, but what really stirs the emotion for me is the finale um you're gonna like this dave um someday from hunchback of notre dame uh uh, the lyrics to that just the lyrics to that it's it's another one of those like gives you hope like that that this world is going to be better because one day we're going to live in, in peace and harmony, but then they bring it in like the diff- the singers from the different countries as well. Um, you have like tenors who are singing and it, just bring all this together. And it's just, it's just amazing and tear jerking. I harmonious is my favorite nighttime show right now. Currently, I wouldn't say of all time. Um, I wouldn't go that far yet, but I absolutely loved it when we saw it. Um, we went over New Year's. I I agree. I love Harmonious, and um, it, it is definitely, uh, in my opinion, the the best that we got for the um, for the fiftieth celebration. I, I love it dearly, and the music is beautiful. Um, I particularly what springs to mind is the violin music uh, for the Brave piece, and some of those that once again it's these crescendos and the way they make you feel and they, how they drive your spirit, lift it, and make you and then take you on that journey that like fills you with the uh, the the goosebumps of Joe, the tears of Justin uh, and Dave, or maybe just a little bit of a, a bit of a misty eye from from mike um or yeah cat joining us um in a in a celebration of these um a beautiful song to wrap up and i 100 percent agree with that 
You know, I tell you, we talked a lot about emotional songs and stuff and, and, you know, crying and getting your eyes filled with tears. But I think you should dry those tears in your eyes. Check out our Facebook page and look at our Disney Dads Facebook page and look at some amazing pictures because we got some great Disney photos in that group. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. All right, Kat, since you're our special guest this week, why don't you tell us what's your pick of the week? So I am going to go with Jenna Ramey. Um, she uh, posted on, I believe it was Friday, that they are back home um, and they're experiencing um, their youngest, Livy's first Disney trip. Um, I, at the beginning of January, I brought my two-month-old to Disney. Some people would say that we're crazy. I'm sure some people have told the Ramies that they're crazy for t- bringing an infant that young, um, but I love it and I hope you guys are having an amazing time down there. I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to be like too cool for school right now, but I got to meet Livy in person the other night oh. and she <laughs> is absolutely beautiful. She had a big smile and uh, is just uh, loving life and loving being introduced to this, uh, to this new world uh, that is so important to the Ramey. So yeah, um, a lot of fun happening there. Very cool. Dave, what's your pick of the week? Ooh, um, I stumbled across something the other day. And so, um, because I saw this photo and I went, I think I have one of those. Um, Christina McSheffrey, uh, posted a photo of just having some fun with what we used to call flick cards. Uh, they were a timer card that would allow, uh, the Disney cast members at our attractions to see how long it took people to move through queues. Uh, they were a red card with some cool writing on them, um, that talked about handing it to the next cast member or something like that. Um, and, uh, I saw her post this and I was like, what a cool little piece of nostalgia, um to yeah and i i'm actually pretty certain that i have a flick card somewhere uh in my treasure trove of random disney stuff that i have so um it did make me smile it made me laugh and uh i loved it i thought it was great very cool great pick joe what's your pick of the week so my pick of the week goes to our buddy Rick Reagan, who, like I said before, is over at the Olympic Winter Games in Beijing. <clears throat> and you know, for a Disney group, uh, it's it's fun to watch uh, a person who is involved with the Olympic Games and can tie in hockey uniforms to Disney World. And Rick has been posting photos in, uh, in our Facebook group, and he posted a picture of the Czech Republic women's hockey team. And he says here that every time I watch this team play, all I think is go team Epcot. The tops of those jerseys in person look exactly like Spaceship Earth Earth's pattern. And they do. They're red, white, and blue with the Czech Republic logo on the front. But the shoulders, where the name uh, tags are for the players' names at the top, looks like the square, or the uh, triangles from Spaceship Earth. So I absolutely love it. First of all, Rick, I love all the inside pictures you're sending from Beijing. So thank you for sharing with us for that. Uh, and I love the fact that you tied in women's Olympic hockey to Disney World. I just, that's the kind of DDP family that we have here. I think it's awesome too. So shout out to Rick over in Beijing. Uh, thank you for posting that. And he gets my pick of the week. Very cool. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Katie Brenning, who is camping at Fort Wilderness. And the picture in particular that I like is the pickup truck uh, up by the camper, but she has a golf cart. She has the Tomater uh, golf cart. Looks very, very cool. And I think if I was going to be around Disney at a, at a camp resort, I would love to have that as a golf cart as well. So, Katie, you have my pick of the week. 
Amazing. Some great picks. And if you uh, have not yet come across to join the, the Disney Dads Facebook community uh, that we have here, uh, we want you to come and join in our Disney Dads podcast family. Uh, it's a place where we can get together, um, meet new people, talk about our passion. Uh, it is truly uh in my opinion, the most positive community that I've ever uh, been fortunate enough to uh, to be part of uh, on Facebook and here on the podcast. Uh, I do want to give a special shout out just to the community at whole uh, on online um, because on the Facebook group because um, I mentioned two weeks ago that um, my daughter is selling Girl Scout cookies and posted and we sent a link to anybody that would be interested. I think I have like one state left to fulfill. Um, and it, by the time this even drops, we may have done that because um, I think we've only got like New Mexico. So, uh, or maybe Wyoming. There's, yeah, some weird states that I haven't uh, been able to locate a person in yet. Um, but we're working on that. And it, it was wonderful to see this the, this random rally of people that went, I'm buying for this state. I've got this one covered. It, it warmed my heart and I truly appreciate it. Um, uh, she's so excited to uh, potentially get that crossed off and get a cool badge for it. And I just really appreciate, like, it, it speaks volumes about this group of people um, and and the love that is created uh, in the in the Facebook community. Uh, in addition to that, um, you should also check out our uh, Patreon uh, options available because if you become an e-ticket Patreon member, you could bring your topic and join us on the show just like Kat did today. Um, Kat, thank you so much for joining us, for bringing this, and for making me nearly cry. Yeah. Um, uh, we really appreciate it. Um, uh, talk about music and uh, one last time for me. Tell me about why we got why we got here. So, I first of all, just thank you guys for letting me come on here. Um, I I really love. I used to do a podcast, um, a Disney podcast, and I have missed it. Um, and so. I, um, I have really enjoyed doing this. Um, thank you for letting me rant and rave about something that I'm really passionate about. I love music, um, not just Disney music. I'm really into musicals, but I'm also like really into like, um, like score music from, from movies. Um, and so I just, anytime I can talk about something I'm passionate about, I, I love it. Um, and so I, I appreciate you guys letting me come on here and, you know, ramble away about my favorite Disney park songs. Love it. Love it. Joe. Now, first of all, uh, Kat, thank you for coming on. Thank you for all you do for us with the show here. And I will say this severely impressed with your knowledge about Disney parks music. I would love to see you and Dave team up in some kind of trivia competition. I just want to be a fly on the wall and watch you guys go at it. So that would be a lot of fun, but uh, I enjoyed the topic tonight. I enjoy walking a little bit down memory lane with some of the music that makes me get, uh, you know, goosebumpy and tingly. Right. And that's half the thing. When we go to the parks, like the music is, it's not just a visual and the attractions. It's the music that makes us remember and have the great memories. So I think you hit a nerve here and I think it was an awesome nerve. And thank you for bringing that topic to us. And I really enjoyed, uh, uh, discussing with you tonight and hearing your your favorites and uh, you're looking forward to a uh, patron. So patron uh, standby, you guys are on deck. 
Kat, thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, you've been a, you've been such a great supporter of us since the very beginning. You've been around forever, and we truly appreciate that. I enjoyed hanging out with you tonight. I enjoy seeing you on our usual Zoom meetings, and I enjoy your wealth of knowledge. And uh, Joe, I think if they were going to have a trivia, we know how bad Dave is a trivia, and we know Kat will wipe the floor with them. So uh, I want to be around for that, and uh, that'll be fun. <laughs> Yep, we'll we'll have to do uh, Kentucky trivia uh, to see if Cat gets beaten out. Uh, and for those of you who don't understand why that's funny, you should come and join us in that Patreon family that I was talking about. Um, speaking of Patreon, we've got it coming up, and I've just seen some text messages going back and forth. We may even have the full composite of Disney Dad's podcast on for our Patreon group. Um, Mr. Suda hopefully coming to join us in just a few moments. Um, um, one more reason for you, for everyone, to be excited for our Patreon uh, discussion uh, for this episode. Uh, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it. You know that music is something I'm passionate about, uh, particularly Disney music. And yes, I would welcome the opportunity to be on a trivia team with her. I don't want to go head to head because I would likely lose um thank you all so much for listening and uh we will see you all back here uh somewhere in the future we will see you real soon have a good night see you guys bye cheers on behalf of the disney dads we want to say thank you we hope you find a little magic in your life every day spread some disney love and keep moving forward Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.